Podcast 135. We are your hosts, Phil and Darren. Hey, what's going on, man? How are you? I am doing awesome. It's, you know, doing this again, revving this up. In some ways, it feels like we were just doing it yesterday, and in some ways, it feels like it's been years. It's It's been a minute. It's been like... Well, it's been a year, right? It was last year. It, it literally, yeah. Technically. So, um, anyways, just want to say welcome to everyone out there. Uh, what's going on, guys? We are live, and uh, I just want to give a quick shout-out, I guess. is, that, is it, Can we do that? Is that allowed? Shout-out all you so, want. So, um, I'd like to give a quick shout-out to uh, Texas Red... Uh, this gentleman, uh, fine gentleman, may I add, sent me 24 bottles of crafted stout beer. So, uh, oh, shit. 24? I, yes. Like, it right by the door. I was expecting, like, a six-pack, maybe. And no, he, yeah, anyways, not to mention a bottle opener, because a beer from Texas has to be opened with a Texas bottle opener, apparently. So, anyways, just want right. to say, Texas Red, if you are listening, thank you so much, and I actually do enjoy it, so... Another stout beer I like, so uh, that's my shout out. How many of those are you going to be doing tonight? Uh, just just one. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it safe. Responsible, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, my shout out goes to boy. I wasn't ready for a shout out. Uh, I guess all the new streamers and players that are coming in with uh, the Steam release, and more importantly, to all of you out there in the live studio with us tonight. Thank you for joining us. Good yes. to see y'all. Yes. So we are back. It is January, uh, well, 26, 2016. And we haven't done a podcast in a bit. And so, uh, you know, Darren, it's funny because I got your face over here and face right here. So I don't know what, what the hell are you at. doing with my face? Um, uh, so let's talk about a little bit about uh, NGNG and the podcast. Um, a lot of changes mm -hmm. have happened uh, recently. And um, so we got, uh, you know, we're, we're kicking things off. And uh, Let's go ahead and jump into that. So we've got a new format, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna go back to our weekly podcast, guys. This is happening. And what? Yeah, I thought this was just a one-time thing. Did, did you not? Did you not? Read I've got to do notes, this every week. Show now? notes. Yeah, the sh it's like right there. It's that's what it says. It's on paper. Um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a live on Twitch stream for you guys. And then we're going to upload that to YouTube. And then Darren may do a special SoundCloud version. Um, but yeah, uh, Oh, sh oh, man. Are you supposed to be recording right now? You're not <laughs> yeah. even recording. How I prepared know. are you? Yeah. See, we're such noobs. Yeah. So, um, And then um, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about single topic podcasts. We feel this is going to be a little bit easier to manage for ourselves. And then plus to be able to you know do this consistently on a on a weekly basis not to get burnt out of like topics because dude we've talked a lot like i know i talk we've a talked lot. about everything there is to talk about a million times um but but you know basically the main reason for doing this is to keep it short and sweet and to remain consistent like you said it's been a while since we've done uh podcasts consistently we want to get back on a weekly schedule so the best way we've figured to do that is just short and sweet so i'm drinking out of the uh ngng pint glass by the way you can't really see it because it's like black Atlas shield on black liquid deliciousness. So anyways, but yeah, no. Um, so I'm really excited just for the fact of it has been a while and we wanted to do this, but we wanted to do it right. And we're going to be evolving things and, and, and trying stuff out. So bear with us if it's a little uh, rough, rough around the rough, edges, rough around the edges, you know, but uh Anyways, so today's topic, tonight's topic, Polar Highlands. Can we, can... Polar. So, let me... the, the, you know, the, we, we were discussing this last night. Uh, I, was, I joined the Baronet, and the thing we realized about Polar Highlands is it's very polarizing. 
Well, we're about to get in that tonight, maybe. <laughs> so hold on. First off, uh, let, let's break it down. Polar Highlands just came out Tuesday, and uh, I was streaming that day, and I had uh, uh, I had G Man, I think I had Spiral, and we we're about like ten minutes into it of like a match, and I just wanted to be like G Man, shut up, because like it was just nothing <laughs> but like negativity, and I was like, you're killing my like, I'm just ah. killing my mojo. So now that we've had a few days, and um, you know, G Man yep. was completely wrong because it's an amazing map. No, um, let's go dive into so aesthetics. The first thing that I noticed when I got onto the map was the textures were actually better on the rocks. Was that just me, or was that did you notice that? Everything looked like new to me. I mean, I of course you realize this. You can see the similarities. It's CryEngine. You can kind of you get used to the way the maps are made and 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 textures, rocks, etc. But everything to me looked like a step. It looked like hot up. That, that's yeah, it just that's, looked really good. It looked it looked like a thought out sort of plan of saying, "Hey, we want to achieve this look," and it was done. And for me, one of the things I really liked about it um, from the aesthetic sort of point of view is it's it didn't take away from like what Alpine was trying to achieve, but it sort of like one-upped what Alpine was trying to achieve where it actually had weather effects where Alpine doesn't have anything, right? And it didn't have, uh, you know, one thing I will bring up uh, aesthetic-wise, um, I was going to mention this earlier, but it sort of goes in hand. Uh, there is one issue with it. And that's the Z fighting, if you're not familiar, guys, with what Z fighting is. It's, like, around the edge of the map. It's, it's when got... the Zs don't get along with each other. <laughs> it's this, like, weird texture thing that's flickering all the time. And I don't know if it's, like, a, a quality, like, a, 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 a graphic setting. But, anyways, I'll sort of highlight it uh, when we do a demo. We're going to drop down on the map and actually look at it. But, you know, speaking of the, the, the map, the aesthetics, I really love it. It's sort of simple. It's sort of like a... Hoth sort of setting where but uh gameplay um this is actually something where i would say the biggest divide is for the community because well hold on before we get into gameplay do we want to um well did you mention that 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 visual bug is known and that it's being oh yes you so that? yes it is being fixed they're aware of it i did actually ping russ earlier about it um uh and he was like yes it's it's being worked on so hopefully that'll be fixed he didn't give me a timeline he didn't give me a date but that is something that uh he did bring up yep. so um gameplay so my experiences so far has been absolutely phenomenal and this is why there's no central area of of nascar now someone might say well it's bigger nascar bigger lanes okay but you're always gonna have going left or right on maps like that's that's a thing you do flanking but the dynamic battles that have happened on that when i was streaming the warhammer event uh this weekend Darren, I had some of the like craziest matches I've ever had in MWO on this new map. And all I hear from people on both sides of the stories were like, oh, LR Apocalypse, you can't escape it. I never died once. I don't know how many matches I dropped. It had to have been at least 30, 40. Never died once to LRMs. Yeah, sure, I took some hits, but... You're supposed to take LRM hits. That's that's the whole point. Narc was actually a thing that, anyways. Um, sort of the, my point being is the dynamic nature of where, uh, and sort of the the the, the highlight I did with uh, Jaeger, the battle started right. Some poke and feel and stuff. We pressed. We saw an opportunity. We went for the left flank. We kept pushing. It was pushing them back, and where we started the battle 
and where the battle ended was in a completely different part of the map and and it, it shifted and it shifted from you know oh them being pushed back all of a sudden they they got into the trenches maneuvered to our flank and then next thing you know we were losing the match and to me it was like one of the the best examples of gameplay on that map the i think the only pitched. reason people are moving around on that map right now is everybody's looking for i9 where the hell is it well there is an i9 but uh <laughs> yeah. yeah i know i'm joking no i agree it's th that's the the thing okay i i think obviously we have um tier level discrepancies so people maybe in tier five and four are experiencing a different match or different matches than tier one and two maybe um but my experience and again just like you my experience is my own personal experiences these are the matches that i've dropped since the map has come out um i've had no problems with lrms at all um there's been really no matches well one i think where the t enemy team had like four lrm boats so one match out of all the matches i've dropped um the rest of them sure there's been lrms but they I've, even me at my <laughs> lowly skill i'm able to avoid lrms and then of course up at the higher tier levels there's just not a lot of lrms out there so um i don't have a problem with that uh, i do understand if people out there are having a problem with it i'm not having their experiences um but also what you're touching on is my favorite aspect of it first of all this map is different from every map that we have in the game so far and that alone is makes it great to me just because we're trying something different how does it play um you know what are players feelings about it very polarizing obviously um, but also what you touched on the dynamic, um, the dynamic play, it's just, it's like you said, man, it's just constant movement from, from valley to hill, valley to hill, looking for whatever cover you can find. Uh, you got to keep your eye on the mini map. I'd say even more than some other matches because yeah. you do have to be constantly on the move. And I love it. I and, will and, say hands and, down, I love it. And ranges, ranges are deceiving on that. Uh, I think me and People you... say you can't bring brawl builds and you see every time you drop, it's like uh, people are, oh man, I brought my brawler build. But I have been able to brawl like crazy. Of course, there's times where you can snipe like crazy on it. Um, and, and not every map is going to be, or match is going to be ideal for brawling and or sniping. Right. Uh, different variables change different matches or whatever but i've been able to snipe on that ma uh, map and i've been able to brawl on that map both of them very much so you know speaking of which i've noticed on that particular map hill peaking at the very beginning when hill he, humping yeah or hill humping and peeking over at the very beginning just to sort of spot everybody where their movement's going sort of works but then you get to this point where if they've got a lot of direct fire weapons and they've got the high ground they're already established don't like poke over because you're just going to get a face full. And the cool thing, what I like is then I've seen this on a few maps where I'll just say, let's flank left in this ravine. And then we pop up and they're looking this way. And then we hit oh, them from the, the right or left. And yeah. it's like, to me, it, it's been a really fun experience and I'm, I'm not trying to make it out to be like something that it's not to me, my games and experiences and streams I've been doing um, have been really good matches. And I think, Throughout it all, I think one of the most important things, and you said it, which is it's a completely different map. And it's okay that not everybody likes it. And it's okay that uh, some people do. And it's uh, it's okay that sometimes, eh, and sometimes, yay, you know. And I think, uh, if anything, what shows sort of maybe success in my eyes is that you have this divide down the middle. Basically, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people are enjoying it, but then you've got these fringes of, oh, it's the best map in the game. And then you've got the other divides of it's one of the worst. And I think, yep. in my opinion, 
I'm going to go out on limb and say I think it's one of their best design maps, even with uh, the, the game modes. And let's go ahead and get into the game modes uh, really quick. So, Hey, before you get into game modes, Adestria X, subscribe for two months in a row. Thank you, Adestria. We appreciate your support very much. Adestria, thank you, Mech Bro, for being a sub. You rock. I'm going to drink to you, Adestria. I, I will too, but mine, mine's months. coffee, but yeah. Ah, so good. That is actually a good beer. Mm, um, coffee. All right. So, uh, speaking of game modes, let, let, let's talk about the three. Um, I have an issue with skirmish, and it actually has nothing to do with Polar Highlands, and this is why. Skirmish, and especially on Polar Highlands, it, all it does is reinforce the, the mech combat. So, there is no really rolls. It's kill the other team. You can't do anything else like there's nothing if you if you're in a light or medium and or even in heavier or whatever it is like that's all your goal is and there's no outside objective so one i feel like skirmish is really bad on that map but it's also really bad on pretty much every map because there's no rules um conquest i feel that it's actually in a good place i actually don't have a problem with the spread out cap points and that gives something that lights and mediums can do. And I've lost matches recently where I've got really high scores and then we lost because we weren't paying attention to the cap. And people are like, oh, fucking cap points, you know, it's bullshit and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's a part of the game mode. And if you ignore that fact, then you're going to lose. I mean, it, do you have a problem with that? No, I mean, it's it's like we've mentioned before. I think people always are going to complain about whatever weapon kills them or whatever uh, loses them the match or whatever. I mean, I've been frustrated before when you're in a match and you're totally rolling the other team and in your mind, guaranteed win, and then you lose to a cap because you're not paying attention to it. But it's not the game mode's fault. It's not that person who capped in one fault. It's uh, we weren't paying attention. We were just tunnel vision or whatever. Um, I feel like if you're dropping in a match, you know the game mode, then it's your responsibility as a player or a team to uh, pay attention to that. And sometimes you're going to be on the shitty end of that. Well, I will say this. I, I would say if there was going to be an adjustment to Conquest, I think a good sort of platform and template is Alpine Conquest. It's so surprising hearing how many people were talking and bitching and complaining about Alpine. Alpine on Conquest is actually probably the most balanced map for it it's where you've got these sort of two yeah. outliers right you've got the one gamma yeah. and the i think it's sigma and you have to go out of your way or and then you've got the three sort of down the middle and if anything i would say if they could replicate that to some degree i think it would help what do you what do you think makes that because i'm thinking about other maps in conquest mode what makes conquest good on that map Be what because is because they have the three cat points relatively close to each other and then the the, the outliers um, you know, and of course, when we drop on Alpine, the first thing you say is do not fucking go to Gamma, uh, right? Because what happens is if you go to Gamma, it's okay if like one light goes, but if an entire Lance and their heavies or assaults go, you're basically now going down to a, you know, an 8v12 situation, um, and with time to kill, you know, being relatively low and stuff like that, uh, you know, they, you just get raffle stomp because you don't have those in the fight. It's okay if like one goes, and that's why generally speaking on Polar, um, when we drop, even if, even if it's solo, what I normally do is I'll say, hey, lights, can you go grab Theta, Kappa, whatever we're closest to, meet us over at Epi, and if you get engaged, if there's anything, bug out. Don't even fight, just bug out, because it's not worth losing you. It's rather, I'd rather have you in the fight. So if anything, I think Conquest Alpine is a good template for them to, to do. 
And if they were, <laughs> well, you got to look on your face. Well, it's just gonna... drummer girl. Hi, drummer girl. Um, yeah, no, I agree. And um, Malgus Kerensky brings up a great point, which is in just a few days, Friday, uh, we are having a town hall with Russ. If you want to express your opinions on uh, polar or map building in general or whatever, be there. This is going to be the first town hall meeting where all of our questions are going to be taken from live chat. So there's not going to be any questions taken from the forums beforehand. Uh, if you want to get your questions into Russ, then you need to be there live in chat. And uh, But yeah, definitely if you have feedback on the maps, that's the place to uh, get it out there. All right, so Polar Highlands um, Assault. Um, the one thing I will well, say... Well, real quick, again, regarding Conquest on other maps, uh, and, and I agree with you on Alpine. When I think about you know all my Conquest matches, I do generally have a pretty good time on Alpine with Conquest. I like... Uh, frozen city on uh conquest and that's a much smaller map i was wondering at first do you think it's map size do you think the bigger maps work best for conquest well, my see, gut I, I have is yes i have an opposite i would say that frozen city is one of the sort of the worst ones for conquest just because of how small the map is and also those cap points aren't necessarily close to each other but also the map isn't so big to where you, you you can just kill the enemy max. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, I guess I've just had some good conquest maps matches on that map, but it could be, you know, it's just circumstantial. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it may be map size. It may be conquest is really a game mode for the the big maps where you can do what you said to have some outliers that are far away. Um, I don't know. We'll have to do more science and talk to more people. Well, I think you know the last one, assault. Uh, the, the one of the problems I see with assault game mode is that. <sighs> you're not penalized for base rushing or base capping or whatever, right? To where, and this is one of the things I've wanted to see it for a while, and this is just my opinion, which is a mechanic we've seen in World of Tanks, Armored Warfare, World of Warships, all of them, which is uh, basically when you go into the cap zone and you're capping, and also too, to sort of highlight this, I do like the idea of cap zones, not little cap points that we have right now but actual zones in the map maybe it's a little bit bigger and stuff like that uh someone did an article uh recently i forget who that was that had uh examples but the idea is if you get hit your cap that you've done gets reset so if you're at 50 percent and you're the only one on there it gets reset back to zero and i feel like assault in general could ben benefit from this because one of the problems we have on smaller maps is your old NASCAR, right? Canyon Network. We went right, they went right, we're hitting their cap or whatever. Or let's just say you went right and they went right and you sort of held off, you didn't know where they were. All of a sudden you have 12 mechs on the cap. And you can hit them, you can shoot them, but it doesn't reset. And so, you you know, they win because you physically can't get into the, the zone. Not that brings up something I want to ask you real quick, um, NASCARing. Now, of course, in Assault, I totally get it. You, one team goes one way, the other team goes the other way, and then you force this cap win, and I hate that. Everybody hates that. Nobody, nobody wins that kind of win. But what about NASCARing in general? Is that something that you uh, look down upon? No. Do you? Yeah, it's, okay. it, it's, a, it's a straightforward tactic that sort of came out it of kind of. Doesn't it happen with, I mean, even if you just 1v1 someone, you ultimately you get into that circle of death. And I yep. feel like the NASCAR is just a bigger version and, of that. And, and most mechs are right side centric. And that's actually mm -hmm. where the NASCAR started way back in the day with, uh, mm -hmm. with the min-max builds in the comp scene, which was, uh, let's take Caustic, for example. At the time, all this was going on, you had your uh, Dragon Slayer, which was right side heavy, so you could shield with your left. Right, you had your Cataphracta 3 Delta, which was right side heavy, shield with your left. Um, 
things that started mixing it up but still worked around was your shadow hawks with the left side you know ballistic or whatever and so depending on the mech you do want to maybe move left or you do maybe want to move right but that's actually where it stemmed from and everybody just naturally does it because you've got unless you got a symmetrical setup you've got a weak side or a heavy side or whatever so um i don't think it's bad i just feel that uh when i drop and it's like on canyon you know where they're gonna go like it's it's your own like don't play stupid just live up to the you know what happened in like patience remember that like back in the day like closed beta open beta and caustic valley you would push up at the very beginning right there you'd wait oh hey i see i see this i see that oh, i see this okay they're they haven't moved okay and then you'd react now it's like D3 line as we go, and we're already freaking going. And one of the problems, I will say, and this is another, uh, I would say, negative thing for Polar Highlands, uh, but positive uh, that they've fixed, which was spawns. They've dropped yeah, well, everyone together. Yeah, Scranum just brought up the point that often, uh, especially I would say in like solo queue or just open queues when you're not grouped, uh, oftentimes, if the assaults or the heavies or whatever are in a bad spawn point yep. and get left behind, maybe they're not paying attention for the first 30 seconds. They're left behind, and you know that the other, the, the front end of the other team's NASCAR is going to pick them off. And and yeah, I see that as being something that could but be I, worked I, on. But I will but... say, at the end of the day, that's up to the players to actually. Do. Yeah, because course. even dropping everybody on polar together, next thing you know, you've got this convoy line, and guess who's at the back generally? So. Anytime I, I, it's like, hey guys, turn around. We can't leave your assaults. If you leave your assaults and they get yeah. NASCAR on there, you're gonna lose the match, and it's bad juju. And let's not do that. So, uh, all right. Well, let's get back to specifically gameplay. I guess that's what we're at on Polar Highlands. Uh, we were talking about uh, assaults. So you want to go into skirmish? Did we already talk skirmish? Yeah, skirmish. We've talked about yeah, assault. I, I generally, my gameplay experiences have been phenomenal on the map. Um, I've been loving it. I love that I've fought on almost every single All location the map, right? like there hasn't it's there, not there like there is that one little uh installation j j something j7 j i do see people more and more trying to hold that but the problem is it's not high ground yes you have building cover but you have high ground totally surrounding it so it's actually not that strong of a, a place to hold but that's been like the only area where i've seen people consistently try and get to so you know what um, i did right now i just launched us into a j6 match. thank you everybody and i want us to while we're while we're here and i'll switch over so uh everyone can look but mm -hmm. um guys we're gonna we go, in we're gonna actually flip over to um in game in just a second let me go ahead and flip us over to this hot drop in five four four and a quarter <laughs> Malgus Kerensky, thank you for uh, linking the Discord server. Definitely, if you guys want to get on the Discord server, there's got some chat channels there, people discussing different topics. Love to have you. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and hop out of my mech. And like I said, I, I've, I've really enjoyed this map. I mean, if you're going mm -hmm. to one of the top of the hills right here, like I said, it works... In the beginning, it works really well to be able to spot the, the enemy movement and where they're going or whatever. But, yeah, I've seen a lot of battles happen around these little outposts that you have. And, obviously, they provide, provide cover and stuff. But I've never, I don't know, every single map, I may be on the left, I may be on the right, I may be in the middle. 
we've had it to where we've spotted him over. Um, let me see. Uh, what grid we're in, really quick. Um, yeah, so I'm in uh, Delta Six. Um, we've spotted him over in Juliet Six, but we moved over to uh, uh, G10, and we just basically cut through the middle of the map, and it was okay because we were using the high ground instead of, you know, uh, when we were engaging. So I don't know, man. Yeah. I just really enjoy this map. I think they did really well with what it is as far as what roles that we have right now, which is some of the light mechs and mediums. They're they're not fire starters. They're not wolfhounds. And they have to be able to compete, and one of those roles is to cap. And I don't yep. see a problem in that. Um, and I think, I think this is probably one of their best maps that they've done for actual gameplay for you know what it is. So. so then we know the story about how this map came about, right? I mean, it, originally it was going to be a redo of the Alpine map, but then there was a community um, desire for us to do basically a throwback map, like to an old school Mech Warrior 4, Mech Warrior 3, whatever map, which, which is basically flat and open. So my question is, is this a better type of map for Mech Warrior? I mean, are there... What's your second favorite map? What's a, what's another map that you think plays really well currently? Are, are different leveled maps uh, with all kinds of cover good for MechWarrior, or is this really the way to go? No, I think you need a variety. I mean, I don't, you yeah. know, I don't want just a cookie cutter. Every single map is is like this, but I think there's things that they did right, which is, uh, you know, uh, paths where you can move from one, you know, one point to another. And you're not being seen by the enemy, but you're also you're losing the information where the enemy is. So if you don't have your eyes on the enemy scouts and reporting that in, you don't know. Maybe they just blanked on you or and stuff like that. I think there's things. Canyon Network is a map that I really it's probably my favorite map for these exact reasons. But one of the problems I have with Canyon is that there's things that you can get hooked up on. There's not as many paths for assaults to get up on the platforms and they get left behind and or destroyed. And this, you don't have that problem. And I feel like that's something where there's no little niggling artifacts on the ground that you're going to get stuck and stuff like that. And I feel like that's that's something that they could definitely uh, take from this and, and move on. But uh, I'm going to flip back here. You are... Beautiful faces. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let me go ahead and pull up... Uh... Somebody was asking at the beginning who the hobo is. That's me. <laughs> We found him. He's, you know. All right. So, uh, you know, the night and day, um, I, I exited out, but um, the night and day, they did a great job because uh, you're actually able to see, you, d you don't have to rely on, on night vision or thermals. And the reason I say this is because we have a, a sort of a, it's not even an exploit, but people do it and it's known is that they turn up their gamma because night vision you can't see past like 700 meters and i think thermal's like 600 it's really short and on some of these maps uh you know you need to be able to see your enemy and so if you if you make it super dark all you're doing is it, it sort of screws over average joe schmo who's still using regular night vision but yeah. um i don't know. like me i don't mess with my gamma i yeah yeah anyway i hear it, what you're saying is it one of those things where um, should there be more weather effects? I actually wouldn't mind, but like I also understand that a lot of people are enjoying just the 
well, what about, okay, dynamic weather like the blizzard on uh, Frozen City, where every once in a while it might be just for part of the match, it might be a, just a random match you drop in, but you get a blizzard on Polar, and that completely cuts the visibility, making it, uh, you know, a true what, what, what about match. What about they gave you options in the private lobby to where you could select... Well, sure, for private yeah. matches, but I'm, I'm saying random. I, th I, I love dynamic weather. What you said earlier when I was saying, you know, is this the type of map that MWO should be doing or is this a MechWarrior type map? Then you said you love uh, diversity. So do I. That's my favorite aspect of MWO, the maps, the mechs, you know, everything. You know what you could do? You could literally make it so it's fucking almost wide out conditions and everyone's like, well, why would you do that? Everyone would play in a thermal. Yeah, but you're still limited now to the, what, five, 600 meters. And if they do it right because it'd be different and be fucking fun and I mean, that's brawlers cool. would be like yeah let's do it ecf yeah. and i can finally get it uh, i every think every match yeah. and every mech can't be perfect for everybody and i just feel like variety is so key to keeping a game fresh and alive i don't want every match to be the same i want sometimes you know to have to adapt and overcome so i love the idea of you know more I mean, even even if it's like it rolls in and then it goes away mm -hmm. after you know 45 a minute or whatever i mean same thing It'd be and, crazy and all these fun and and you know it's sort of seeing these on different maps i mean you know like termaline is a great map but it's one of those where it suffers for the same sort of problems as alpine which is you can see across the whole entire map and you know polar highlands isn't necessarily like that as far as yeah, you may be able to see them spotting. All of a sudden, they disappear, and it's because they're in one of the ravines. Um, Dude, you know what that takes me to? Some of the novels. You remember when they'd be, like, chasing each other through canyons or shit or whatever, you know, and they don't know if they're right around the next corner? Yeah. You know, I love that. I love that whole idea. Somebody was just saying, uh, who was that? Terra Gata. Uh, Polar already has pretty low visibility due to the rolling terrain. I think any added weather should be very minor. See, I don't, I don't think it has limited visibility i would say wanna you know play with it a little bit i mean at the end yeah. of the day you have people that are just as polar no pun intended about yeah. weather effects because they're like i want crystal clear maps i don't want to have to you know at the end of the day if you're using thermal all the time or night vision i would say that's a problem and i would say well what they could do is implement sort of where thermal doesn't work as well on some maps and night vision doesn't work on well on some maps whatever conditions or whatever um, like in the novels, Magnuscan or Thermal or, or, or any of those could mm -hmm. be could be messed up by too much metal on you know going on or iron in the the soil or you know and uh, I don't know. Silly silly putty. I would love to see an HPG manifold without the manifold. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Same type of idea. A big flat open moonscape. I agree. That'd be awesome. You know, when this was coming out, Phil and I were talking about uh, whatever that map is called in Living Legends, the sand dunes. The it's not pyramid, oh, it's, but it's Huntress. Uh, yeah. That was the one. It was the Smoke Jaguar Homeworld or whatever. Yeah, like I mean, I think it's you know a lot of cool ideas and and definitely places that we could take them in map design. But anyway, I I really do feel like uh, the gameplay is very dynamic and the map is very dynamic uh, as far as how it plays out. So, but anyway, let's move on to the next. What do we got? Um, well, is there you know is there any you know tweaks or is there anything that you would want would make it better? Yeah, would make it better in your mind. He's well, gonna, uh, I mean, really, my problems aren't the map. My problems are how certain groups play, you know, like okay. um, it's 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 a player issue more to me than a map issue. And, and, and I, you can't you can't fix players, right? I mean, what, what are you running into that 
Because maybe one of the things you maybe run into is something that other people run into. And is there a way to, uh, to, to get past that? Is there a way to beat whatever you run into? Or is it just more of a, you just don't like it for meh, whatever reason? Well, me personally, yeah, yeah. I do, I do like it. I don't, there's nothing. No, no, no. I'm saying about the player groups. Like you were saying the the, the player it, it, behavior well, the on the map. On, it's same on any map. It's, it's, it's just players. It's so you sometimes you'll get with that group that works well together, whatever sinks. And sometimes you'll get that group where you have three people that just run off in a total opposite direction, pay no attention to what anybody else is doing or saying. Uh, it's just the, the, the role of the dice and, and playing with uh, public groups. But uh, what I have noticed and what I really like, I love seeing people just take the reins. Um, I feel like a lot in solo group queue, people are desperate for anybody to just start calling targets, doing anything. And I get so happy. And I know everybody's like, so why don't you do it more, Darren? Um, <laughs> I should. But here's the reason why. I'll tell you exactly why I don't. Because typically when I call, and, I'll, and this could be me running group drops with uh, people in the uh, community or whatever, you know, when we're streaming, I suck at strategy, tactics, whatever. Um, it's just not my forte. So I don't want to keep calling battles and killing everybody because then just as much as a good drop caller will gain a reputation, so will a bad drop caller. Um, but there's people out there that just have the ability, you know, whatever it's from other games or real life experience like you to just kind of have a mindset for tactics. And so I love seeing that, but you know, like I was saying, there's no way to, you can't, you can't without forming a group, you can't pick who you are going to okay, have so, in solo queue. So I, I just heard everything you're saying. And I think one of the biggest things for that is communication. And, and mm -hmm. because I was dropping solo this entire Warhammer uh, weekend event, I was yep. using VoIP. Now, there were times that I was getting no return VoIP. Yep. But they were listening. Mm -hmm. and, because, they, and you could tell because they say to do something, they do it, right? Or they'd do it. Or I'd say, hey, dude, you're narked. And he'd get cover. Or... Hey, can we have our ACM guys over here? We've got a lot of Aileron fire. Or, hey, we're, we're moving. We're going down this ravine. And next thing you know, you see the little, you know, arrows on the screen turn and start following you. And it's one of those things where I do think you're correct. And a lot of people just want to play. And they may not feel comfortable themselves taking command or because they've been reamed by other people in, in game. And so before we get get off here for tonight, and this has to do with Polar Hounds. Wait, what? Can we, can we, I, you didn't tell me about that can beforehand. We, can we talk about just sort of something I, oh I try to emphasize here, which no, which is being a positive influence in a game <laughs> where just don't be a dick, I guess, basically. That's pretty much what it, it goes down to, right? Is, Are you summarizing tonight's podcast with don't be a dick? <laughs> <laughs> help someone out help another help a macro yes. out and, and no it, it, it's it's you may literally change that dude's perspective get him on team speak get him on discord uh help just say hey man you know i, I noticed your build i'm not i'm not trying to be rude or anything but do you, do you want some help you know or you know just all those things of hey do you know why they're running that particular setup or oh hey you know um you know why don't you come play with us and stuff like that you know I, just... I think Spiral. I think Spiral just said "fuck you, Phil." I can't tell because <laughs> of the stars, but um, uh, you know, I agree. First of all, what you're saying totally important. Um, but uh, some people are saying in regards to communication, command wheel. That is something that is on the the drawing board, guys. I think it will make well, an appearance. We that's a good question tomorrow or um, Friday yes. for Russ because it was like, oh yeah, command wheel is really important, really important, and then it's sort of fallen off the. 
the, I think, like we were just saying, a lot of people I think are shy. Maybe they've been burned by talking on VoIP or whatever. I think command wheel is that nice step in between absolutely nothing and people communicating on VoIP. It, it's at least a little, you know, yes, people can stop and type stuff, but obviously we know that that is difficult. When well, you're in the midst of battle, it's hard sometimes. Here's, here's the thing. Just because you say something and someone else doesn't do it, don't be a jerk and go off on that person in game just because, you know, now if they do it, awesome. Hey, you appreciate it or whatever, but don't like rage on them. I mean, and that's, that's one thing is, is educate, uh, right. And, and try to help instead of be destructive and demoralizing. And it's one of those things where I've seen time and time again, where I've seen people like, Oh, if you'd have just listened to me, we'd have won. No, we'd have probably still lost, but is there any point for you going off on the way you are? I don't know. I'm going to fight the good fight, man. We've been doing this for like, what, five, six years. I'm not stopping. I don't put up with bullies in game. Not, not doing it. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. So, um, yeah, no, really like the new map. I think there's things that they can uh, take from and. Uh, it makes me excited for future maps. Like, and, and that's the other thing is we, we really have no idea where uh, map building is going right now. And that's another thing we'll find out from, I'm sure, Russ on Friday is what are i mean we know that they're still we're, we're still doing the passes on the older maps and, and that you know, will be you know what i want process you know what i want what do you want i want a cave map i yeah. want no kidding, i right? i want thunder rift. a thunder, thunder rift, rift. Bring it. MechWarrior living legends did have some really cool maps now i had mm -hmm. some i had some horrible performance issues because some of some of those but they had a all in cavern thunder rift map and it had this it, it was really cool it had this like opening at the top with water coming down it was very cool um Anyways, I guess that's something that would be really cool. No, I agree. I mean, this, this gets me excited for future maps and different, uh, just more variety, different things, things that like, what? This, this isn't normal. Um, I like that. I like to, to, to get the variety in there. But anyway, yeah. And I will just put a little bit of love in there because I can for my Warhammer. I've been yeah. loving my Warhammer. love my Marauder. I know. I'm totally shilling right now. I love the Warhammer. I love the Marauder, and I love the new map. But it's go buy one right now for a low you know, price of. <laughs> there's things. Hey, there's things I'm not happy with. But I will say those three things. I'm so freaking happy with. I'm. Uh, it, it's been good. The the last few updates. I have been pleasantly surprised by the Warhammer's performance, and yeah. even even going so far as saying I think it's a solid seventy tonner per, uh, performer, mm -hmm. and. All I got to say to that is poor Cataphract because, you know, it does everything the Cataphract does but better and higher mounts, slimmer profile, front and side. And because of that, that changes up uh, more hard points, energy hard points, and ballistic. It just, poor Cataphract, it's got, it's got a, it's got, it needs some love. That's, that's what it needs. But, um, yeah. Yep. And I also feel, you know, like I'm, being a little sacrilegious by not putting PPCs in the arms, and I did fight that you, for like a couple days. You've been running the Black Widow with four, uh, or no, two uh, AC2s no, no, no. and two, two UAC5s. Two UAC5s and two AC2s and a uh, XL280. That's the only Warhammer that I currently have an XL on. That was Jay-Z's build. I've been having so much fun with it. It just wrecks face. Um, but I like, really, uh, probably four out of my five Warhammer builds right now. I'm totally sold on. Uh, I've been having a great time um, you know, but I am definitely, it's all nipple weapons, <laughs> nipple well, weapons for the win. You know, uh, so during the Warhammer, uh, I was doing the 60 and, uh, I ran two large poles, five mediums with a, with a standard 300 
and uh, I was dead siding it to the left, so nothing on my left arm and stuff. But um, solid performer across the board. Uh, I tried doing. I did run an XL. You can create more lethal setups on it, but that survivability factor kicks in, and that XL and and my playstyle like being aggressive. So it's one of those where I just resorted back to um, a standard. But uh, um, I do actually have a. a Goss and PPC setup, and I have a dual arch pulse in Goss. Goss is a. Uh, anyways, we can't get into this. We're, we're, no, this we're is supposed focused, to be single topic. Single topic. Hell, I blame you. That's that's right. what it is. So let's uh, yeah, let's wrap this up. Let's go to wrap it up. I just want to say a big thank you to our community, our listeners, you guys in uh, Twitch chat. You guys are awesome. Thank you for coming out live, and of course our new and old listeners. We have people all the time, Darren, that are like, I just started listening to you. I know, dude. And dude I started dude, at man. number one. Journeyman started listening to all of our old pod. I was like literally trying to talk him out of it. Please oh, don't do that. Oh, and everybody's like, yes. no, it's so good, Phil. You know, you can see your development, you guys. And I'm like, oh, it's it's so bad. But anyways. Yeah, yeah. And We've been doing this a long time. Yes, we have. And and we're back at it weekly for those that weren't here at the beginning. Bands back together. And um, and of course, our new uh, our, our Patreons and uh, our Patrons. Patreons. Our patrons, patrons from Patreon and our Twitch and subscribers Twitch and supporters. Yes, everybody that's out there. Whether you're supporting us just by tuning in to our broadcasts or, uh, you know, com- having conversations with us on Discord or Twitch or Facebook, whatever. Yeah. We appreciate your support. We appreciate your engagement with us. Uh, a great community, always have been. So we're excited to be doing this again uh, weekly. Phil and I have been wanting to do this um, for months, months and months. Uh, but our our basically our responsibilities got really busy. Still are, but we're going to make time for this and have a good time doing we're podcasts. It, we're again. making it happen. We're making it happen. We're I'm excited happen. about it. I think we should have a beer every single time we do this. We could do that. We could try different beers. Different Maybe beers. do like uh, we 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 buy the same beers and try them and give our opinions. Yeah, yeah we could do that. We could do something like that. Um, but a, uh, a little, yeah. Anyways. Anyways, speaking of which, uh, by the way, um, a lot yeah. of you guys know is we've we've done updates to our Twitch uh, page, and Darren's been streaming more often. He said he was going to do it, and he's actually doing it. But uh, you know, it. speaking of our uh, patrons, we did update our Patreon page recently. Um, so for those that uh, haven't been there, maybe you, you you went and checked it out, and uh, we've updated our goals. So we have a few goals, Darren. I just want to touch on it. We have our first goal is a twenty-four yes. hour stream, monthly twenty-four hour stream. Yeah, actually, I'm excited about that one. You're a crazy uh, son of a bitch. You do realize well, that. Well, first of all, you know, let's say let's say two things. First of all, Phil and I have yet to do like any sort of long stream together. I mean, we've done our five or six hour streams, but we are approaching 10,000 followers on uh, Twitch. And so Phil and I have agreed that if we, when we reach, <laughs> it's not if, when we reach 10,000. Darren commanded and Phil said, okay. That, yeah. uh... <laughs> but that's going to be what? A 12-hour stream, right? And it should happen. If just statistics-wise, we should hit 10,000 uh, yeah, 10, subs, 10,000 followers on Twitch next month. I don't so know sometime in February. So when we hit 10,000, we're going to uh, schedule a 12-hour stream. We'll have a bunch of giveaways and just have a party with you guys for all the support and for getting us to 10,000. Um, and then also, yeah, we go back to Patreon, what we were talking about. So our first goal is doing a monthly 24-hour stream. That's Phil and I every single month doing a 24-hour stream. Um, and oh. maybe maybe we'll do it for a cause. I don't oh, know. We'll, we'll figure that out you're... when we get there. And, oh. I know, I know, I know. And then but what, the what's next, yeah. the, the second goal? 
I'm not there, so you're gonna have to read it. Do you do you want to do you want me to pull it up? Just one second. I should have been prepared. Oh, you're <laughs> you're trying to prompt me for it. Yeah, I, I was like, I don't hey, have it open. Darren, man. hold on. Let me let me pull it up. One second. Okay, a second go. Oh, the podcast. Yeah, the podcast together. This was. This would be a fun one. This was my idea, by the way. I just wanted to point that out, just so everyone mm -hmm. knows when this happens. It was. It's a podcast. If we get that that, we will fly either him or me. It's gonna be you first because you're coming out in North Carolina. Um. And we're going to do in-person podcast, and this is a month. Uh, so we're, you know, it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then, of course, the last one is the Angie Con. Just wanted to point that out just because, uh, we, you know, we weren't happy with our initial, uh, you know, sort of implementation of that. And uh, yeah. so, anyways, we mixed it up. We came up with stuff that we think that you guys would be willing to support and that we want to achieve be really cool and uh anyways so there's that so. uh Zionberg, first of all nipple second of all yes if we're gonna do the um and I'll, i'm sorry i'll call you by your new name mechporn I, um, I like both <laughs> it's just knowing who the hell i'm talking to right. everybody changing their names all the time but anyway um if we are gonna do some kind of like just you know pick a beer and drink it together and talk about it which sounds interesting yes We'll do something. We'll, we'll post it ahead of time so people can uh, do it along with us. I think that actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So we will uh, we'll consider that for sure. Yeah. But anyway, thank you guys. This has been an awesome uh, dive back into the podcast. I'm really excited about doing this every week again. It's been too long. Uh, so I hope you guys like it, are having fun with it, and appreciate uh, the new format. Yeah. And this, so... this will be up on uh, YouTube really quick. And then I'll probably, even though I don't like to, I will rip an audio version of this. He's it's totally going to do it. He's totally going to yeah. do it. That's and what's I'll put it happen. up on uh, SoundCloud. So it'll be out there. You guys can hear it again. Thank you for everybody that's been bugging us, man. We've had people bugging us for months. Months and months and months. We, Please we, do the podcast. We, we deserve it. We drive it. to work. We, you know, I, I, I'm missing the podcast on my drive or, or when I'm uh, sleeping or I need something to put me to sleep or whatever. People have missed our podcast. So we appreciate all of you people, uh, you know, basically keep it on our ass making sure we're going to do it again keep yeah i was keeping us honest support. that's that's yep. what it is um uh, a few things one emoticon contest drop drop the link in the chat uh so for those art skills uh yes go do that i can say as far as that emoticon contest goes we don't have three standout winners sure i could pick three from there but that contest is still wide open so uh, I've been seeing some pretty cool emoticons on other Twitch channels. I think you guys can do it. I know they're hard. They're not easy to do. Um, but I would love to see more entries into that uh, contest for sure. Yes. Uh, number two, uh, Alpha Lance t-shirts are arriving on my doorstep. And that's Alpha Lance short, long sleeve and hoodies are arriving on my doorstep tomorrow. It was delayed by the weather. Eh. Um, so I will package those up so those that did pre-orders, you'll get your email notifications, all that. Sorry for the long delay on that. That was not intended. I got sick and the holidays and yeah. Um, Atlas t-shirts, uh, I will be ordering tomorrow. I was having to wait for the graphic and all that. It's done, so I'll be ordering tomorrow. And we're probably going to be working with, well, can I, am I allowed to say like possibly? Uh, let's, let's wait on that. We don't know what's happening. Possibly new t-shirt designs. Yeah. I think there's something really cool in the works for a new t-shirt. But anyway, yes. yeah. So, or a series of. But anyways, guys, that's going to be it. Just want to say, this is your local No Guts, No Galaxy Mechware podcast. Signing off for tonight. This is Phil. And this is Darren. Until next time, Mech Warriors. Peace. And awkward silence. Don't forget to host somebody.
want to host someone? Host, go join Raven Slark. He's awesome. Do it now.